Of course, with news breaking today, just got to give you a little bit of the time to tell you what's on my mind. This is a sharing circle. Welcome to the meeting. This is Fantasy Addicts Anonymous, the only AA that's not for quitters. I'm your fantasy football mentor, Antoine Weisslicker. Join that Patreon community, patreon.com forward slash fantasy AA. Choose your addiction level. Earn those perks and bonus content. Be true to thyself. Embrace your addiction. And as always, champ, earn your chip. So I just wanted to give you guys a quick uh, few minutes here to speak about the, the things that have went on yesterday, actually, um, as I'm recording this uh, on a Monday night, Monday evening. Ezekiel Elliott has signed a contract as well as Dalvin Cook. So both guys signed contracts. And how does that affect the running backs that, you know, are on the teams that they went to as well as the teams that they were speculated to go to that they didn't go to? So Ezekiel Elliott signed with the New England Patriots earlier today and then Dalvin Cook signed with the New York Jets. So first, Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott signed a one-year deal up to $6 million with the New England Patriots. Now, what does that do? I mean, what, what does that do for... Uh, Ramon J. Stevenson. Now, Ramon J. Stevenson was currently going as a top 10 back in fantasy football right now. Like, And we talked about this in previous uh, episodes that we've done on Ramon J. Stevenson as well as our running backs to avoid. We were telling you guys to avoid him at current price because of the fact that they were looking to bring somebody else in. We talked about how many, how vigorously that the New England Patriots were pursuing guys. They were bringing in guy after guy after guy. And like, eventually they're going to sign somebody. Like eventually that's what they're going to do. They're going to sign someone. So Ramondre Stevenson was going as a top 10 uh, running back. And we said that that was a mistake, but we didn't say it just because people were, they were pursuing running backs We were also saying it because he saw 88 targets last season. In a Bill O'Brien offense, a running back hasn't seen that type of work since Arian Foster and Duke Johnson. But those guys, Arian Foster, he only saw that that one time before being injured. And then Duke Johnson, he was specifically being used as a passing downs back. David Johnson was getting the carries. Now also, Bill O'Brien had Jameer Gibbs and didn't give him that type of volume, didn't give him that type of target work. We have to understand, like I said before, guys, you have to understand that With Ramondre Stevenson, 
he is not going to see 88 targets with 69 receptions again because they had a defensive-minded coach calling offense, and all he knew was run the ball, check downs. Call and run plays and check downs. That's all he knew. I also said to you guys that if they do bring in another back, it will take some carries away from, well, actually, it wouldn't take any carries away from Ramondre Stevenson because he only had 200 carries. He had 210 carries. So whoever comes in, they're going to be assuming that Damian Harris role, which was, again, about 190 to 200 carries and getting the goal line work. That's what they were going to get. And that's exactly what I believe is happening here with Ezekiel Elliott. You do not pay Ezekiel Elliott $6 million if you're not planning on using him. The running back market is that bare that you don't do this. Joe Mixon took a pay cut to make, what, four, four and a half, five million dollars? Miles Sanders, highest paid running back in free agency. Six million dollars a year. You know, David Montgomery went over to the Lions. Five and a half, six million dollars a year. Like, this is where they want to pay guys at the six million dollar range. Freaking Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley, they gave him the salary, the 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 salary cap, uh, excuse me, the franchise tag. They gave him the franchise tag cap hit which was the $10 million, and then told him that you could get another $1 million in incentives, and we'll give you $2 million up front. Still didn't give him nothing. Tony Pollard has to play on the franchise tag. They're, they're look, you know, Josh Jacobs still ain't report. J.K. Dobbins still holding it. Jonathan Taylor holding in. Like, this is what we're talking about. These guys are not getting paid a lot of money. So, when we talk about Ezekiel Elliott getting a contract worth up to $6 million, yo, they're going to use him. And that even, that to me, caps Ramondre Stevenson even more because we now know that he's not going to get the goal line work. We now know that he's still... He's not going to see that uptick in carries. He's not going to see that 250 to 260 carries. So this does hurt Ramondre Stevenson. It does affect him. And if you don't believe that it affects him and you think Ezekiel Elliott is washed, I don't think you watch enough football. We understand that Ezekiel Elliott is not the guy who... Gave you 300 carries at five yards a clip. Five yards a carry. He he can't do that anymore. We understand that. But he also, when he was doing that, he had arguably the best offensive line in football. That Dallas Cowboys line has got worse and worse each year. And we blame that performance of Ezekiel Elliott just on Ezekiel Elliott, saying that he's not good anymore. That's not the case. 
This guy has been predicated on running behind a pretty good offensive line. He's not the fastest guy. You know, he doesn't have the most moves when it comes to that. He was a power type back that's been playing injured a lot. He's played injured a lot. He played injured the year before last. He played injured last year just because, yes, he feels like, yo, they gave me the contract. I got to be on the field. I got to be available. But the guy's been playing hurt for two years. Is he healthy now? I don't know. But I do know that he's coming here getting paid about $6 million to actually run the football. And nobody's giving you that money if they don't plan on using you. Just like we talked about with Melvin Gordon getting $3 million. Yo, this is what they're looking at paying running backs. So they're not going to pay you $3 million just to sit on the bench. It doesn't make sense. I could have I could have went and got like the Rams did. We could they could have went and got Royce Freeman for less than a million dollars. A million dollars. They could have did that. But no, they go and they put money into this. You're not putting money into a running back if you don't plan on using them. It makes no sense to do that. Just like I believe that the Kansas City Chiefs are going to utilize Clyde Edwards-Alaire. It may not be a bunch of shit, but they are going to utilize him. They're not going to pay him $3.5 million to sit on their bench. It doesn't make sense. And on to the next. Dalvin Cook signs with the New York Jets for a contract up to $8 million. He can earn up to $8 million. The base of the contract, I believe, is $6 million. Which is crazy. So they're basically telling him, yo, you're going to get work. What does this do to Brees Hall? Man, this, 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 does this mean, people are speculating. Does this mean Brees Hall isn't going to be ready for week one? It wouldn't matter to me if he is ready for week one. They just gave Dalvin Cook $6 million and gave him another $2 million in incentives. This is telling me that they, they're looking to use this guy. And what does that say about the guys that they've been cycling through this preseason? Because this comes right after they've had the two preseason games where Israel has played well. They used Michael Carter in his second preseason game to a high degree. What does that say about somebody's getting cut? <laughs> That's what it means. Somebody's getting cut. But again, you don't pay a guy $6 million if he's not going to be heavily utilized. He may be even a feature back. This hurts Brees Hall's stock, man. Brees Hall is going as running back 13. I don't know if we can do this. 
You know, we're in a full-blown, I think that's a full-blown committee there. If not, Dalvin Cook is the feature. But why is this going on? We knew that Aaron Rodgers restructured his contract to open up $30 million worth of cap space for this team. Why did he do that? There was rumors of saying that they were trying to get Devontae Adams. But I think this is another Aaron Rodgers thing. Yo, I want Dalvin Cook over here. I'm telling you guys that, and I've told you this from the beginning, Aaron Rodgers does not respect these guys on this team. He doesn't respect what they did. He doesn't care. He came over there because he knew that they were going to acquiesce to every whim that he has. I believe this is another Aaron Rodgers thing. Yo, we want to get as many big players over here. Same thing that Tom Brady did when he was with the Bucks. Yo, he saw Tom Brady do that shit. Now he wants to do it. Yo, bring me everybody. Bring me all the people you could bring me. I don't care. Bring me all the guys that you could get on the team with me so we could, so we could try to win a Super Bowl. That's what he's trying to do. Will it work? Maybe. But... I've told you guys time and time again that Aaron Rodgers coming to the Jets, he he has no allegiance to these guys. And the guys that we thought last year, rookies and 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 players that we thought last year on those on that team that could step up and take that step, they may not be able to do that. We looked at Tyler Conklin at the tight end position. He did pretty good, pretty decent for us in fantasy football. He may not be able to do that this year. Of course, everybody talked about Garrett Wilson. He's going to be, he's going to take this next step. He's going to be super elite now that he has Aaron Rodgers to throw him the ball. I said we need to pump the brakes. Aaron Rodgers didn't make any of those guys over there with the Packers. He didn't turn them in. They were not elite. Even though when you look at the individual work, that Christian Watson put in. He looked as if he could be a top-tier wide receiving option, but it didn't, it didn't work out for him with Aaron Rodgers. Why? Because he dropped some passes, and Aaron Rodgers was icing him out. Will that happen with Garrett Wilson? We don't know. But, again, yes, Garrett Wilson is a very talented receiver. But we talked about the numbers that he had. Everybody looks at it, though. The numbers that he had without Zach Wilson. Yes, he had great numbers without Zach Wilson because they were throwing the ball 46 times a game. That was the average for them. 46 throws a game was the average when Zach Wilson wasn't on the field. Why, and also, why were they throwing the ball a lot? Because Brees Hall wasn't available either. They didn't have good running. So now we're talking, we got Breeze Hall coming back, and we got Dalvin Cook in the backfield. You think we're throwing the ball 46 times a game? We are not. That, that's not what they're going to do. They're not going to throw the ball 46 times a game when you got this incredible backfield. It's not happening. Aaron Rodgers is, what, 39, 40 years old? He doesn't want to go out here and he doesn't want to throw the ball that much. He doesn't want to throw the ball 46 times a game. And they're not going to throw the ball 46 times a game. 
Does the Dalvin Cook signing, does that also hurt Garrett Wilson and his stock? Again, I wanted you guys to temper expectations from the beginning because I knew that they weren't going to throw the ball 46 times a game. Brees Hall was coming back. They were going to get this balanced attack going, and he has to be super efficient. He has to be the number one target on that team, play in and play out. And I didn't believe that was going to happen with Aaron Rodgers bringing his boys over. Randall Cobb, Alan Lazard. These are his safety blankets. These are the guys he trusts. When shit goes down and he needs a play on third and three, is he going to look for Garrett Wilson or is he going to look for the guys who he's been on the same team with for the last four or five years? You got to think about stuff like that. So does this Dalvin Cook signing hurt the rest of these guys? It most certainly does. We have no idea what they're going to look to do. And Nathaniel Hackett, he called plays last season for the Denver Broncos, and he did not do a good job. He's going to be calling plays here. Him and Aaron Rodgers, they didn't worked it out. Yeah, they didn't worked it out. But again, he did not do a good job calling plays then. Will he do a good job calling plays now? I don't know. But he has a guy that he's worked with for a few years in Aaron Rodgers. So maybe, maybe they'll work it out. But again, man, these two signings, yes, they hurt Ramondre Stevenson. Yes, they hurt Brees Hall tremendously. Both of those tremendously, these these two guys are taking hits. I would still look to draft uh, Ramondre Stevenson before I would draft uh, Brees Hall. At this particular point, man, I... I, Brees Hall, I mean, I just don't understand what they're doing here. You spent the second-round pick on this guy. This guy played tremendous for you until he tore his ACL. And now you just you signed a big-name superstar guy to essentially play over him and – somewhat stifle his development if you if you ask me i think with those running backs man they need, they need to be out on they need to be out there on the field they need to be getting those reps in and uh, unfortunately i mean yeah you're gonna split carries but i thought Brees hall was one of those guys where you he gets stronger as the game goes on and when he's getting you know Similar to that of, you know, Derrick Henry, uh, Nick Chubb. You know, when, when you give him the ball and you're giving it to him, you know, 10, 15 times, those 10 to 15, he's wearing them down. And then as soon as you're giving it to him, 16 to 20, he done wore the defense down. And that's when he's ripping off 15, 12, 17. 22 yard games like that's the that's what breeze hall is to me i feel like he he's one of those guys who gets stronger as the game goes along you know could it work with him and dalvin cook 
I think so. Yeah, I I do believe it could work with him and Dalvin Cook splitting, but Dalvin Cook is enough, is one of those backs who doesn't need to split time, and that's why Alexander Madison wasn't getting no burn when Dalvin Cook was healthy. Like when he's healthy, we don't need you. You know, so but yes, there is a chance that Breeze Hall can can get a lot of shine and get some burn if we, you know, Last season was the first season that Dalvin Cook played the entire season. So could we see something different here? I mean, well, could we not see something different? Could could we see him be injured again this year? Never wish for those types of things. Never hope that on people. I hope they both stay healthy. And I hope they both make the best of their opportunity. But again, this is going to hurt that. And, you know, we'll see where Ezekiel Elliott will start going. He may be a guy that you might draft because I believe he will have some standalone value. Reason being is because I believe he's going to get goal line work. <laughs> there was a meme out that showed, that uh, stated that uh, they don't believe – that Ezekiel Elliott is going to have any factor because they don't believe the the Patriots are going to ever be in a goal line situation because they that trash. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is, man. I I think that once you've, you've got these weapons around uh, Mac Jones, you got Mike Gisecki, who is a better receiving threat at the tight end than Jonu Smith was. Hunter Henry's still a good receiving threat. They bring over Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, you know, they they, re, they extend Devontae Parker. Um, you know, you, you have Kayshawn Boutte over there as the rookie who they're saying he's doing okay in camp, but then they, they're talking about the, the other rookie that they drafted, Demario Davis, as a standout as well. So... They're looking to have some weapons for Mac Jones, man. It's up to him whether or not he can make that happen. Um, I don't think he's a good quarterback at all, but that's just my opinion. You know, some people, they, they'll they say I'm crazy. I never thought he was a good quarterback. I always thought he was a product of the weapons that he had. I mean, once you put a guy with a lot of weapons, maybe they, maybe they are good. Maybe that Maybe that's what – what makes it happen, you know, um, a la Geno Smith. I mean, we put him, you put him around all these weapons and he's looking great now. Maybe this is just what Geno needed to be a good quarterback. Some people are saying that it's just one year for him. They don't believe that he's going to be great this year coming up. He did finish top five in fantasy football last year. They don't think he's going to do it again. Um, I think he'll still be similar to that, man. I'm, I believe that with Geno Smith, this is what you're getting out of him because he has weapons around him. And they added two more weapons to his arsenal. Uh, they gave him JSN, Jackson Smith and Jigba, um, who I believe is one of the best wide receiver prospects in the last few years. I think that, you know, he wasn't eligible to come out after his sophomore season. Or was it or was he a freshman then? Whenever he was on the field in, at Ohio State with Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave, he outshined the both of them easily. 
easily shine outshine the both of them. And um I just believe he's a really good, really good receiver, really good prospect, and I think that he's gonna help Geno Smith even more. Um be be good as well as Zach Charbonnet. Um you know so yes these two signings they hurt these guys just a tad bit but we're okay with it. Uh we'll talk about you know we'll do some mock drafts here on Thursday and see where these guys are going now and then um you know it's gonna be what it's gonna be. I appreciate you guys listening to me as always, man. Join that Patreon, patreon.com forward slash fantasy AA. Choose your addiction level. Get those perks and those bonus episodes out there, that bonus content, man. Be true to thyself. Embrace your addiction. And as always, champ, earn your chip. I'll see you guys on the next one. I'm out.